Okay, mister. Here it is. All right. What about your grandfather? Forget what he said. He's crazy. We need the money. Now, come on. You want it or not? I want it. Look, mister. There's three rules you've got to follow. Yeah? What kind of rules? Keep him out of the light. He hates bright light, especially sunlight. It'll kill him. And keep him away from water. Don't get him wet. But the most important rule, the rule you can never forget, no matter how much he cries, no matter how much he begs, never, never feed him after midnight. You got it? Sure, kid, whatever you say. Hey, listen, thanks, and have a Merry Christmas. Yo, yo, what's up, everybody? E-Society Podcast, 12 Random Days of Christmas. Tonight, we are coming at you with the 1984 Joe Dante classic, Gremlins. Steven Spielberg presents Gremlins. They're clever. They're mischievous. They'll get into the kitchen. The basement. The garage. They'll get into anything. And once they get in... You're in for it. Gremlins. They'll be expecting you at a special sneak preview Saturday, May 19th. Directed by Joe Dante. Rated PG. Well, you notice that I said we. And it's not just me tonight. Uh, This is his first time. Uh, Not with the E-Society. He's been with the E-Society for, I don't know how many years now, since the beginning. But uh, he's going to come on me and help me out tonight. And this is the Blonde Frankenstein from what's your guys' show called now? I forgot. Um, <laughs> Unseeing Critics. Yeah. <laughs> you guys know who he is already. I but if you guys are, <laughs> That too. <laughs> but if you guys are new to the show, uh, this is my brother Jesse, man. He's been with me for a while, and I've been with him as well on his show yeah. and everything. But speaking of the new show, how's that going? good it's a lot of fun actually i mean we kind of review everything like we'll do books but i tend to like make it go towards movies because you know that's what i want to do but um we're both blind um so we give it's kind of a you get a different perspective maybe on different things that other people wouldn't think about um i remember you told me the last time we we did uh oh the if you guys you should most of you probably knew but if you again if you're new to the show uh, Jess and I here, we do a big guys podcast, which is like sporadically. Still whenever, yeah, whenever we feel like when, whenever we feel like doing it. But uh, you got a big guys Christmas coming up, so just be yeah. ready for that. The funny you guys thing is, when you, were, when you were announcing who I was, I was going to say, I'm sorry, everybody, but I'm not Brian. <laughs> you should have, man, because Brian's always on here. <laughs> I know. That's what I was thinking of. <clears throat> it is not oh, Brian no. today. No, not today, but. Yeah, Joe Dante. Again, I miss those guys. <laughs> Joe Dante's Gremlins, uh, 1984. Of course, I don't think you were born yet. Uh, I, I saw. Born, <laughs> you were what? One. I was born in '83. Oh, oh, you did. Duh, that's right. Um, I, I didn't saw see it when it was one, but I saw. <laughs> I saw it actually the day it came out. Uh, I remember we were ready for it. Um, oh, I bet that was cool. And because I remember we were seeing the uh, the posters for it, which you don't really see anything. You just see a box with oh. some li- some little hands coming out of it. 
and you see these eyes and at that time we didn't we didn't know what it was and there in the trailer they don't show anything they'll just show like his hands and maybe the top of his head really quick uh no, gizmos watch the trailer they yeah they didn't show anything in it so but so we had to go to the movies to actually see what it was Isn't that once that's a difference from today for like oh, they yeah. show everything they spoil everything in the trailers now and i hate yep. it but i know <clears throat> but with this one, I was we were juiced and ready. It's like soon as school was over, we jumped on the bus, went all the way down to the Grand Lake Theater, and we went in and we saw it. And we were just when we, when we actually got there, my cousin was walking out, and I was like, "What do you do?" He goes, "I just saw Gremlins, man. It was hella good." And then he was like, "Well, we're about to go see it." And then he went, "Well, I'll go see it again." So ah, he came in. He came awesome. in. He went right back in with us. So yeah, we saw the movie, and I was like, "Oh my god, this movie's awesome!" I went back and saw it a few times in the theater, and I believe Ghostbusters was if it either came out before or it was already out. Gremlins was a summer movie, right? I think. Yeah, it was like it was like in June because I remember. Okay. It was towards the end of school. When did? Okay. Ghostbusters actually come out. I thought oh. they came out around the same time. I think it right. was because there was a time. Okay, that, okay. I think Ghostbusters came out first because it says Ghostbusters was June eighth and Gremlins was um had to have been June as well. Geez, they came out the same day. Holy shit! Uh, okay, see, I see. I I remember they. Man, would that have been a double feature? <clears throat> And what we saw at one time as a double feature, not the weekend it came out. Um, we saw Gremlins first, and I think uh, the next night uh, we went Friday after school, saw Gremlins. Saturday night we went and seen Ghostbusters. Okay, um, and then uh, one of the other times we went and seen Gremlins. No, we saw Ghostbusters. Then we snuck upstairs and saw Gremlins. <laughs> so, but we didn't get to see the whole the, the whole showing of Gremlins because they caught us. Uh, they came up and uh, you, you, it was me and my brother Darren. Uh, they were like, you, you, get out. <laughs> we're like, oh man, so they busted us. <laughs> but Gremlins, seeing this for the first time in the theater, we were we were blown away on uh, what it was because it it was it was just a sweet movie um, set during so uh, Christmas time. And I don't know how many times I had seen it since. Uh, it's been out. I've introduced it to my kids, and my grandsons love it. They have. I got last Christmas. I got. Uh, I think it was my youngest grandson, a little Gizmo. He wanted one, so he's got it. And I hate. Oh, that they thing. still have. They still produce Gizmos. Yeah, it's like super loud. He does that uh, little. I should have brought it in here. That little song that he sings. Yeah. I it love does that, that but it's like hella loud. There's like no volume switch on it. But <clears throat> I gotta take the batteries out because he comes home when he plays with it. Or if, if we're watching Gremlins, he'll go and and get it. Oh, speak. Uh, yeah, Gizmo. Also, um, uh, I took the boys to their first con. Uh, I think it was last summer. Oh, how'd that go? It was pretty good. Uh, it was when everybody, well, not everybody, but people were still wearing masks uh, when they were. I've out actually about. seen people around here wearing them like now, which is weird. It depends on where I go. If I get on an airplane, I'll wear one. But usually, yeah. if I go to, I go to concerts or go to the store, I, I don't. Yeah. I, it, I don't know. It just may, maybe depends. Who did you guys get to see at your con? Um, we met a bunch of 
Oh man, who's calling me? Uh, hold on a minute. Let me let me let me pause a minute. Hello. Nothing, everyone. Just uh, <laughs> not bill collector. Um, I don't know, robo callers or something. Yeah, I don't know. I get those things all the time. I hate them. <laughs> you can. I don't know if you notice, but like when you get them, if they don't answer right away, you hear that little boop. That's how I can tell they're like a. It's like a Skype thing, robo call. I just hang up when I hear that. Because usually on my cell phone, uh, it said Arizona, and that's where Marky's at. So I. I usually answer it. They told you. <laughs> yeah, they did. Because usually I never answer my phone. But anyway, but this is all. Gremlins came out way before cell phones, uh, boys and girls. But uh, let me give you. They a actually quick... had a rotary phone, I think, in that. They did, huh? Well, let me give so. you a. Um, I at least thought I heard one. Quick synopsis of this Gremlins 1984. A young man. Advertently breaks three important rules concerning his new pet and unleashes a horde of male violently mischievous monsters in a on a small town. Again, this is directed by Joe Dante, written by Christopher Columbus, and this stars. Oh, I can never say his name right. Zach Guilford. Uh, it's Galligan or Gilligan. I think oh, it's Galligan. Who the hell am I thinking of? Who the hell is Zach Guilford? I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, it is Zach Galligan, who was in a Bigfoot movie recently. I you still doing movies? Yeah. Oh, nah, now you're going to make up. me look it up. Uh, for those of you guys that don't know, if you, if you guys know us, you we always veer off into other things, just like Brian and I. So uh, be prepared for that. Um, While you're looking that up, it? I had an argument with my fiance. Not really an argument, but... She doesn't. She said, even though a movie is set on Christmas, it's oh. not a Christmas movie. I <laughs> said, is. you're full of shit. Gremlins <laughs> deals with Christmas. Like, actually, they speak about it. It's he gets Gizmo for a Christmas present. It's all during Christmas time. His mom's in there yes. making Christmas cookies. Yes. It's, Christmas uh, cor- is discussed countless times. They have Christmas songs in the movie. Yeah, the, the Gremlins are singing Christmas carols, yes. and um, the Corey Feldman, he's. The uh, Christmas, his dad owns a Christmas tree lot, and he yeah. delivers a Christmas tree dressed yep. as a yep. Christmas tree. <laughs> I mean, I can understand people arguing. Well, I think it is, but Die Hard's not a Christmas movie. But this is. Oh, good. It doesn't have to have a Christmas message. Just set in Christmas time. I, I always had to play put the the rules down <laughs> for this when I do this every year because uh, the the last few shows I've done, um, eyes wide shut. And that's I've got never not, seen that movie. It's a weird one. Um, I've heard. Is that Christ, it's, set at Christmas? It's set during Christmas time. Really? I, mean, I they, didn't know that. They really don't discuss Christmas, but there's tr- Christmas trees and they're out shopping and huh. stuff like that. It's it's a wild ride, man. <laughs> You're gonna need to find an auto audio description because yeah. there's some yeah. stuff in there that's crazy. Okay, I think I found it. Sacred Grounds, or yes. is that what it's called? Okay. I think. Was it any good? I've never seen it, but I know it's out. Oh. Like I remember, like seeing the thing on Bloody <clears throat> Disgusting or whatever. Gremlin star stars in Bigfoot movie. Uh, Sacred Grounds Forbidden. Two two Bigfoot researchers looking for the yep, next big thing it. 
discover something bigger than they, they ever thought. I have a soft spot for Bigfoot movies, even though a lot of them are bad. I still like them. Did you see um that one Bobcat Goldfoyt made? I have never uh, seen that one. Willow I Creek. Yeah. Uh, it was actually pretty good. It's a found footage film. My favorite is probably Exists. Exists? Damn it! You're gonna make me fall oh down God, that it's hole. Amazing. It's I'll amazing. Have to find that one. It's but, found but footage. Check, it's awesome. Check out uh, Willow Creek. I liked it. I actually went. Oh, I um. I, I think I did Willow Creek one year for 31 Days of Horror, and when you okay. drive when I, when I, when I go to Theo's house, I drive through Willow Creek. Oh, that's a real there. place. Yeah, it's a real place. It's a real little yeah. small little town. So, and they really go for it with the Bigfoots there. There's Bigfoot statues everywhere, like that's big. Cool. There's big, giant, tall wooden ones. There's small wooden ones, and mm. yeah, they go for it with the Bigfoot. There's the the little cafe that they stopped at in the movie. There's an actual Bigfoot burger, and it's shaped like a footprint. <laughs> uh, we went in there, but the little uh, grill wasn't open yet because I wanted to get one. But they said they're, they're usually only open during the summertime. But <clears throat> all right. But yes, I would highly, my highest recommendation if you've never seen Exist. I have to check that one out. But back to Gremlins. Yes. They did it. Oh, that's right. There's a um, an animated show. Have you seen I've any heard of that? that? Was really good, but I never watched it. I tried to get the the boys to watch it, but they had no interest in it. it really? It's animated. The anime, it looks good. It's uh, Steven Spielberg and uh, Joe Dante have something it's to do HBO with it. On HBO Max, I think. Yeah. Does uh, Howie Mandel come back as Gizmo? That I don't know. That's crazy. That's funny to me. Every time I think about that, that he was Gizmo. No, they got some guy named AJ Locasso is Gizmo, but uh, Zach Galligan, he's in it. His uh, he does the voice. Oh, I didn't know that. He's in it. Uh, the great uh, James Hong. Um, James Hong is great. What was that? What was it? Lopan in uh, Big yeah, Trouble Little China. Great movie. I love. I need to watch that movie again. That's what I'm saying. We need to do that one at some point. I don't think we've I don't ever think we done. Ever did. Yeah, yeah, I don't think we've ever. I don't. Any show I've been on, I don't think we've ever covered. We got to do that. Uh, the great George Takei is in it. Damn, there's hella people in this. I'm gonna have yeah. to check this out. I, yeah, again, I tried to get them to watch it, but they had like no zero interest. But this is a, it's a TV series that came out last year, uh, animated series. Looks like there's only one season. But yeah. I think it was the further adventures of Gizmo. I don't think it was. No, 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 no. I think it's before because Zach Galligan isn't. Uh, Billy, he's some other oh. character, but that's cool that he's in it. I what is your favorite once. Gremlin part? Oh, go and ahead. I met him at a con. Um, was he cool? Yeah, he was really nice. It was just like he was kind of walking by and he bumped into me. And usually I turn around and try to look all hard. And I, t- I just kind of turned and gave him a, like a side eye. And he went, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And then I really kind of stepped back and really looked. I was like, whoa, I, I said, Billy. I just, <laughs> I, he, he just kind of smiled. I said, "I'm sorry." <laughs> I said, "But that's the first thing that, that popped through my head." He goes, "No, I get it all the time." <laughs> I was like, "Whoa!" Uh, I couldn't remember his last name. I went, "Whoa, Zach, how you doing?" Oh, I'm doing good, man. Just enjoying the that's con cool. like everyone else. So, but yeah, Zach Galligan is Billy, uh, the beautiful Phoebe Cates. She uh, kind of fell Kate. off the face of the earth, huh? I mean, maybe she's done some things, but I feel like she was real popular in the 80s. And then all of a sudden she retired from what I understand. 
because um, she was going strong. She's in one of my favorite movies. I know a lot of people don't like it, I don't think, but Drop Dead Fred. You know what? I've never seen that. I love that movie. Um, we should do that sometime. <laughs> uh, of course, like most of the guys my age, we we fell in love with her in uh, Fast Times at Ridgemont High. I've never seen that. You never seen Fast Times? Oh, no. dude, it's hella funny. She's in it. She kind of bears it all. Well, not all, but she goes a little topless. She, I like her character in this. Yeah. Okay. She did. I think the last thing she did here that it says here was that she did a voice uh, for a Batman video game. Um, oh, okay. That was in 2015, and that was it. But from what I understood, she kind of just took a break from acting uh, mm-hmm. once she became a mom. She just wanted oh, okay. to didn't want. Yeah. Well, that makes sense nannies and all that to raise her kids yeah. so she's that's, old school that's kind of commendable you know <clears throat> nowadays yes also hoyton axton as randall uh pelter uh Billy's has he been dad. in anything else he's been in a ton of things oh, okay because i only know i've only seen him in this i think or at least that i can think of he was in a bunch of stuff that i saw when i was a kid okay i, I believe he passed in 99 yeah it was a lot of stuff that I'd seen uh, growing up on TV shows or some old mm. movies that my dad would uh, sit there and watch. And I just knew him from Gremlins. Yep. But, uh, John Louis, that he's just labeled as a Chinese boy in the beginning. And Key Luke, he's the grandfather. He's um, the old Asian gentleman that uh, has Gizmo and then right. comes out and gets him. He was also. I hated that part when I was a kid. Hated oh. it. <laughs> It broke he was my also, heart. He <laughs> was also uh, in that show Kung Fu for you old oh. schoolers, if you guys remember that show. You know, I've actually I've seen that as far as like I think it was on before like WCW or something. So I like I would or after I would see the intro. I never watched an episode of that, which surprised I, me. But I've watched a a lot of it. I don't know if I've seen every single episode. Uh, People, some of you are probably going kung fu. What's that? It was a TV show in the seventies. I didn't see it until like reruns came along after its run and went from. Oh, you know what? I'm thinking of the newer one, Legendary Journeys. I think it's one I would see. Oh no, this is just kung fu with um, the late and great David Carradine. He was in it. He was a cane. He walked from place to place, getting adventures. This was actually, if you guys have seen um, Dragon, the Bruce Lee story. This was Bruce Lee's idea. It, it's as much as I know from from the movie. Yeah. He he came up with this idea of this guy just roaming the country and getting into adventures and solving mysteries and all that. And then they were supposed to do it with him, but it didn't work out. <clears throat> so he they they did end up making it, but they they chose David Carradine and and Bruce Dragon Lee. Dragon the Bruce Bruce Lee story is another good movie. That's hella good. I was just I was just thinking about watching that the other day. But all right. Uh of course the great Corey Feldman, he's in this, as well as Dick Miller, he's in it. Um Dick Miller's in everything, I swear to God. Yeah, the great uh, Don Steele, uh Rockin' Ricky Rialto, he's the DJ guy. If you guys some of you might remember him from Rock and Roll High School, as well as uh Death Race two thousand. Have we ever done that one? No. See, we're gonna have to that's the original, right? Yeah, we're gonna have to kick yeah, it in gear for for twenty twenty four, everyone. Right. 
Uh, um, Judge Reinhold, he's in this. Yeah. Um, and a oh, uh, Polly Holiday. For you old schoolers, you might remember her as Flo from uh, Alice. If you guys have ever seen that TV show, that just reminds me of sitting at my grandma's house uh, watching that. She is the the mean lady. I that, hated that woman, Mrs. Deagle. When I was a kid, her death is my favorite part of this movie. This movie was actually pretty violent. It was. I was surprised. (laughs) This was. It might have been right before PG thirteen because this was a a PG movie. This would now today would be PG thirteen. Oh yes. This had to have come out before Red Dawn then, because Red Dawn was the was the first uh, PG thirteen movie. Um, but. Yeah, I mean, because yeah, when, when before we walked in to watch this, my cousin was like, "Man, this movie's man, they they're killing people and this." I was like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> so, but it, it was awesome. When you first saw this, what, what? How did you hear about it? First of all, um, I was, I think, I don't know how I heard about it, but I remember watching it at my grandma's. She had HBO, and we didn't, and it was on there. And I I just always remember loving this. Like, I don't really remember the first time I saw it, per se, but I just, this was always a movie. Like, it would always be on Sundays for some reason. And I would go to my grandma. She didn't live too far away, but it was always on late at night, like 8 o'clock. So my mom would be like, you can go and watch an hour of Gremlins, and you have to go home to get ready for school tomorrow. And I always hated it because I always wanted to watch the rest of the damn movie. I've just always loved this movie. I did for as too. long as I can remember. For for what it was, I, I just loved it. And I mean, just because they were hyping it to uh, hyping it up to us so much, so I just like we got to see this film. So that's yeah. when because it was everywhere at the time. I mean, they were showing uh, the trailer on TV nonstop. Of course, going to the movie theaters and the posters are everywhere. I, I think they did a good marketing job because they were like. What what is it? What are the gremlins? What what do they look like? That's what we wanted to see. Because was it, it, it weird, like it being Christmas and in June, or did you not even like think about that? I didn't. I, I never really thought about okay. that. I mean, there's a lot of movies. We just I did a uh, reindeer. Yeah, there games, is. And that movie actually came out in February, and after the holidays, because really? that one's set in during the the Christmas yeah. time. And I, I was like, what? I was like, why is this movie coming out now? Christmas is over, like, two months ago. but know, Or a month ago. But anyway, yeah, Gremlins, I've always loved it. It was really good. And I, I, I just couldn't believe what I was seeing on the screen, first of all. Uh, I was just expecting a little kids movie. And, and a yeah, lot of people do. Because <laughs> during, the, uh, or during the, the video VHS days or rental days, this was in the kids section. Really? Yeah, um, I felt I kind of felt a little like should my grand they what they've watched this for the first time last year. Yeah, and I was like, should could, should they watch this? Because even Renee was like, this is violent. We did though. <laughs> I mean, we didn't care then. I mean, no. I think I was de- already desensitized with all the craziness that I've watched. I mean, I was oh, watching sure. rated R horror movies left and right in the eighties. Um, it's crazy what was considered kids movie. Like even, and I, it is. I'd still say it's a kids movie, but Never Ending Story. I just watched that the other day, and that movie is dark as shit in certain parts. Like kids handled things back then, back in the day. 
We were tough. Yeah, we were. We had shit like Watership Down. Oh, dude, that was sad. Well, I mean, I guess that's more yours. And I've seen it, but that probably came out when you were little, right? Uh, I think I was older because we read the book in school. Oh, okay. And then my teacher brought in. What a story, though. Holy hell. My teacher brought in the VHS and we watched it. And I was like, (laughs) the book was bad enough. You got to watch it. They, they, they tormented us <laughs> in school with these sad stories. Oh but yeah, where the red fern grows. Oh man, that would hate too. that. Hate the end of that. Hate that. Oh man, um, if you guys are dog owners, oh, don't watch the that. other one. The other uh, old yeller. Oh man. The thing. Spoiler alert. The thing that bothers me with red fern grows is the one passes away and the other one sits near the tree. Oh. And I'm like, no, I can't be. We watched the movie, and my eyes look a little like different because they um, did a freezing technique on my right eye because I had glaucoma when I was a baby, oh. and so my eyes like they roam around a little bit. So I wear sunglasses. I was so glad I had sunglasses on because I was like in sixth grade, bawling like a baby. <laughs> when we watched that movie. I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> but yeah, we handled shit back then. Yeah, I mean, with this this one was even sad at the end. It was sad. Oh, but, God. I didn't but cry this... this time when I watched it, but not you too. <laughs> but it was it was cool. I I loved what they did here. It was just a story of uh, this guy, uh, his uh, his dad, um, Randall Pelzer. He's uh, an inventor. Terrible inventor. Yeah, he's. I thought his little gadgets were were good they ideas. They were cool. The bathroom buddy. Yeah, they just didn't work, right. and the smoke or was ashtray. they worked ashtray. for like a little bit, and then they stopped. The orange juice, yeah, thing, <laughs> squeezer thing that he made, and it just came out looking like paste. But this one, yeah, he's in uh, uh, China, I believe. I can't. They said it at the beginning. I can't remember. I think it's he, just Chinatown, isn't it? No, he was actually. Oh, really? Oh, okay. He, he was he in Chinatown? I thought he I was thought like he was in Chinatown. Okay, maybe he was actually in, okay. I thought he was like in China. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Uh, here, let me see. Oh, it just says Chinatown. Okay. Struggling inventor Randall Pelzer visits a Chinatown antique store hoping to find a Christmas present for his son, Billy. See? He's looking for Christmas presents. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Randall encounters a small furry creature called a Mogwai. A Cantonese. This is here. Cantonese. Mogwai. Cantonese devil. I guess you learn something new every day. I didn't know that. Oh, God, I did not know that. <laughs> the owner, Mr. Wing, or Mr. Yeah, Mr. Wing, um, refuses to sell Randall the creature, but his grandson secretly does, warning Randall to remember three important rules. Do not expose the Mogwai to light, uh, especially sunlight, because it'll kill him. Um, do not let it come in contact with water, and above all, never feed it after midnight. And I, I know mean, this is like a family i mean i know there's like killing in it we were saying but i would love to know what like the like even the fake science what feeding it after midnight why that made it grow um i don't know like that's always interesting me i'm like wonder what like for at the for hearing those rules for the first time and then actually see seeing them in action um I was I was like, whoa, what? What's happening here? And why would we do that? Even the kid in my grandsons now with their gizmos are always like, don't get him wet. I mean, they ah. they 
they know the they rules. Know. Yep. <laughs> so they never make it uh, at least to midnight. So I don't have to worry about that. But that was the number one rule that they always said is uh, they would like don't don't get him wet. But yep. Of course they do. They they didn't they had toys at not like they do now. Uh, when I think the the only toy that I remember was an actual um it was probably 13 12 13 inches tall a um a stripe uh, in gremlin in oh, gremlin form. I had a gizmo that like it didn't make noise as far as like hit the noises that they probably make now but like if you shook it it would go like there was something inside of it that would shake like and make like a squeaking noise they might have had Gremlins toys. I mean that, but that I mean, Mogwai it was like the size else? of like a small like stuffed dog or something. I remember I had it when I was little. I just remember the the Gizmo or the um the Stripe because my brother had one. He got I used it for to his call my cat my cat Chuck Stripe because he was always like ornery. Like I felt like, I mean Stripe was also was murderous. Chuck wasn't a murderer, but he always <laughs> like just being ornery reminded me of Stripe. Because he would like claw the wallpaper and shit on our walls. So yeah, he gets the the Mogwai. Yeah, the the old man. He was like, nope, I can't, I can't do it, I can't do it. But yeah. uh, he was he was kind of like, no, nah, man, I need this. He was pulling out the money, and uh, the little boy was seeing all the money that he had. He's like, he oh. Like, <laughs> he was like, nah, I can't do it. This isn't this isn't for you. So he ended up leaving. But the boy told him, look, man, just go meet me outside. So he goes out there and he this is when he he brings the Mogwai out and he goes in and takes the money and that he the kid is the one that tells him the rules. So right. the dad goes back home to Kingston Falls. And I love the the intro to this film in the beginning or when we actually get back to Kingston Falls. It's a yes. nice little snowy yes. town yep. and you everyone's getting ready for Christmas. I love <laughs> They're putting that up the decorations, the trees are everywhere and it just looks like a nice little snowy, snowy town out in the middle of any town USA. And so he gets home and he's like, he's happy with his to see his wife uh, and his and they have a dog. I think his dog was Barney. Barney? I think his name was Bar- Barney. They stay have a dog and everything. And Billy's home. Billy's actually at work. He works at a bank. I actually thought when he was first looking for that present when I first saw this movie, that Billy was like a kid, like a kid, kid. <laughs> no. <laughs> No, he, I mean, like, in the beginning, he's like, I need a present for my son. And then I was like, oh, he's an, an adult, basically. Yeah, because he worked at a bank. It was him and yeah. Kate. They worked there as well as, um, what's his nuts? He was... Judd Reinhold. Yeah, he was, uh, was it Gerald? He was one of the... Yeah. He was, like, second in command. I think his dad owned the bank. Yeah. So, yeah, but this is when um, Miss, uh, Miss Deagle comes in, and she's... Did she remind me of uh, what's her name from Wizard of Oz? Yes, I've always thought that as well. Yep, same the, for uh, me. I thought that too. The not before she became the witch when yes. she was in yes. Kansas. Whatever her name is. I yeah, whatever know. her name was, because she came in like that, man. They they should have just played the the Wicked Witch music because she comes storming in holding a um uh, a ceramic snowman head and she's like. Uh, I want your dog because he destroyed my billion dollar snowman. I was waiting and... for her to say, "My little, I'll get you my pretty, your pretty, my pretty, <laughs> and your little dogs." Like she sounded, she based that had a base that character on her. 
Yeah, because she's like, I'm not leaving here until you uh, give me that dog. And Billy has his dog with him, and he's under uh, his the desk. Babe, the desk, yeah. Yeah, so he's like, uh, no, he goes, I'll, I'll pay for it. And she's like, no, no, I want that dog. Uh, I want to kill it, basically, or get him gassed or put to sleep, yeah, she said. taking the pound or something, yeah. So she, he's like, no, nah, no, but then that dog kind of gets loose and then jumps up over onto the counter. And, and attacks her with her heart. Yeah, and she's like, ah, and then she's like playing the the victim, like, oh, my yeah. heart and all this shit. So they're kind of like, uh, whatever. He's he's just like, whatever. But then he gets chewed out by the boss, and then he ends up just going home, and Kate's kind of like, eh, don't worry about it. You'll be all right. So he goes home. He sees his dad, uh, and he's like, hey, man, I'm, I'm home. I brought you a present. So everyone, everybody's happy to see dad. He comes in and... um. It was it was at it was at night when he got home because he's like yeah here I got you a present and he goes but you got to open it now because I don't think it can last for uh, till Christmas so he tells him oh turn the lights down so they kind of dim the lights and then I liked it when he gets it and he's what he when he's, he hands Billy the box he's like well what's in it and because it, it's it came in like a little wooden case but he had it he had it wrapped uh, in wrapping paper and he like shakes it hella hard and you hear Gizmo. Yeah making his little noise um i didn't realize that was howie mandel that did the voice for him until the movie was over yeah and then then i flipped out like oh my god i loved howie man i still love him he's awesome um so so yeah he opens it up and this is when we this is when we finally get to see what gizmo looks like because in the the trailers like i said we just see his hands and the top of his head but we don't we don't know what he is so he comes out and he's this cute little furry teddy bear looking thing. He's got white and uh, brown hair and he's all happy and everything. And he's nice and he's talking and uh, not English. He kind of, he's, he, sp- he spoke words, but majority of it was just yeah. these little noises he made. And he was like the cutest thing in the world. And I remember I wanted a real gizmo when I first so saw So did I. I wanted a real gizmo. It was a pretty full theater when we saw it, especially even at the three o'clock show. No, it was like four o'clock show. And uh, everybody was, oh, when we finally got to see what Gizmo looked like. And I was like, awesome. So, and then Billy, and he said, this is when the dad breaks it down to him and tells him the rules. Like, look, these, these are the things that you can't. Oh, um, his mom took a picture of him. Yeah. And the the flash went off. (laughs) Yeah, the flash went off. And that's when the dad was like, because he, I liked it because he, he looked so scared. He was all scared because he jumped up and jumped yeah. uh, on, on the dad and he was just shivering and he looked all scared. And he's like, oh, he goes, well, I got to tell you, he goes, no lights. And then he's like, and there's some other rules. And he tells him, uh, don't get them wet and, and don't feed them. He after reminds midnight. me of like the classic, like that you would see in the 60s or 70s dad. Yeah, he was. I mean, he he played the dad role in a lot of movies. And oh, did he? Okay. I want to say he did, he did. He was a bad guy a few times, from what I remember. Oh. There's a lot of old movies that my dad. I'll never see him as. I can only see him as Billy's dad. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's all I see. Every time I see him, even when he, in his younger age, I, that's all I see. Who is, played the mother? Was she someone that been in stuff? She she was in. She was in a time. I know she was in uh, uh da, 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 what was that movie? Um, Lee or Francis Lee McCann. I remember she was um, the 
the mom in uh, Footloose. Oh, okay. Um, geez, she's been a ton of shit in the seventies. The TV show, The Mod Squad, uh, Rockford Files. Uh, okay, she did Footloose right before she did Gremlins. Yeah, it actually right. came out the same year. Oh, she was in Back to the Future. She was um, Leah Thompson's mom. So, oh, okay. So she always plays a mom then. <laughs> yeah. So that would have been what was Michael J. Fox's name in that? Marty. Um, Marty McFly. So it was Marty's grandmother. <laughs> yeah. When he went back in time. Uh, oh, she was in Stand by Me. I just recently watched that. I was just going to say, that's a movie I've seen, but I haven't seen it in years. I need to watch that again. It was on, I was trying to find something on TV and and it, it was on it was on Netflix. I remember liking I mean, I know I like that, but I just haven't seen it. I hadn't seen it in forever. So I watched it and it was it was must have been a bad time for me to watch it because it just reminded me of uh, my buddy Darren. And I was just because oh, he was the one that told me to see the movie. And. You know what? I actually went and saw it with him and his brother. Uh, maybe that's why it was so sad to me because yeah. there was some sad scenes in that. I was crying my eyes out. Oh damn! He, it's like he a real good. Away. That's a real good movie though. If people haven't seen it. Oh, it's hella good. Well, okay, like emotional, was, but good. She was in Scream. What? I I didn't know that. I don't remember play? her. Says someone that Mrs. Riley. Um, Patch Adam. There was a random teacher scene. Maybe she was. The, I guess she was a teacher. I have to rewatch Scream because I don't remember her in it. Usually, it's one of those like, "Hey, she's got that face." Like, "Oh, I've seen, you always go to Gremlins." Yeah. Me, it's either Gremlins or Footloose. Yeah, but she's been a, she's been in a bunch was of. Was Patch Adams good? I've never seen that. It was good. It was sad. Okay. It's sad now watching any Robin Williams. Yes. Movie. <laughs> the only well, it even makes me sad, but I can still watch Aladdin. That's the only thing I can watch. <laughs> That's hella funny. Even that one when he came back to do the voice, um, not the Return of Jafar. It was the one the after. The one after that, King of Thieves, yeah, they, I think it was. Yeah, they did another one, and Robin yeah. Williams came back to do the voice. What a yeah, cause that, what a kind soul, you know. I met him once, and he was he he was such a nice guy. How did you meet him? Uh, I was going to school in downtown Oakland, and they were filming a movie around the corner. Oh. I never seen the movie, and I don't. I know it was him and uh, the lady that played Karen in Goodfellas. Oh, she was also the uh, Tony Soprano's uh, psychiatrist. Whatever. Oh, I know what you mean that lady. That whatever that lady's name is, she was in it. I didn't realize she was standing there. I kind of looked over and saw her standing there smiling because we were all over. It was me and a couple of my friends. We were all over. Rob. It was in between takes, and Robin was just standing there. And we went up to him, and he was super nice. He signed everyone's autograph. This was before cell phones, everyone. So I, I wish yeah. I would have got a picture of him. Yeah. I have his autograph somewhere on a small little piece of paper. And uh, I always loved him as Mork, Mork for Mork for, in that show. I've Mork never watched Indy. that. That show's hilarious. I've yeah. always uh, noticed. I, that's when I first learned of Robin Williams from. Well, actually, he was in a um, in Happy Days in a in a um, episode, and Mork I and Mindy. Know. Mork and Mindy was a spinoff of Happy Days. I didn't know that. Huh. So, but yeah, he, he was such an just meeting him that one time, you can yeah. just see that he was he was really awesome and nice. Didn't realize he was going through a lot of yeah, stuff. Yeah, no one knew, I don't think. And that was just uh it's tough to watch Robin Williams movies now, but uh and yeah, then, anyway. This is totally off topic. Well, 
Well, that's what we do, everyone. <laughs> um, did you see the guy? I don't know. Did you ever watch Brooklyn Nine Nine? That one with Andy Samberg. Yeah. Oh, that uh, the the black guy. yeah the black yeah. gentleman. I just saw that the other day. Was it yesterday? Yeah, they I said think. he only had lung cancer for like a couple months. Oh man, that's cancer. He a was bitch hella funny it. in that show. That show. Yeah, I, I hated him in um the mist. Uh, I forgot he was in that. He was, yeah, he was in it. He was one of the guys, um, in the beginning. I need to. Why haven't seen that movie in Washington? I know that. Yeah, there's another one. He was. He was make our 2024 list. He was the guy in the beginning that was like not believing it. Uh, yeah, saying that yeah. there's there's nothing we're gonna. He when that first group of people that left yep, the store, yep. he he was one of them. But oh, yeah, I haven't watched that. that movie. Oh, speaking of sad, that movie. Oh my god, <laughs> that ending was. You don't terrible. read much, right? I don't. Think. Uh, Renee read the book before we the saw book the movie. Was very good. She said. Dark, it ended, I mean, it was dark as shit, but it was very like I read it in a day, pretty much. Yeah, she said it. It didn't end that way. She said they no. were in a um, a little motel room, and you can hear all the monsters yeah. outside. Yeah. I was like, oh, I, I said, well, I would have rather had that. But the ending in the movie was, oh, man, it was, a, it was a gut punch. And everybody in the theater was crying. Oh, Jesus. Good movie, though. <laughs> Hella good. I love that movie. Uh, so, yeah, we're introduced to all of them. Um, then we're in, um, that, yeah, after they go over the rules, he's just kind of hanging out with Gizmo. Uh, the next day, uh, Corey Feldman comes over dressed as a Christmas tree, delivering uh their christmas tree but i was thinking i guess they didn't have their christmas tree up yet oh no no i think he brought it over earlier before the dad came home because that's right because i remember them having a yeah, christmas I think he tree did. so but yeah but no 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 it doesn't because when he comes when uh 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 what's cory Feldman's name um i do not remember pete Pete, um, that yeah. was his name. When he comes over, this is he brings the Christmas tree, and this is when he first sees he meets Gizmo. Oh, that's right, that's right. Because he goes upstairs and um, and he's playing with them and they're laughing around and uh, he's the one that accidentally dumps water water on him. Uh, Billy's an artist, so he's got this little uh, glass uh, jar with some water and his paintbrushes in it. Uh, Pete knocks that over and it spills over onto to Gizmo, and then Gizmo just ah starts making this crazy noise, and all of a sudden this and all these yep. little things, his back starts bubbling and all kinds of these things uh, flying out of his back, and um, there's a bunch of more like little small little furry balls. I think there was like about yeah. five or six of them, and then they're like, what is it? And then all of a sudden they start getting bigger and bigger. Then they like open up and they transform into more mogwai and he had a whole little crew of them they were all happy and and just loud and crazy and uh, of course stripe he's he's the mean i thought he looked the freshest i liked him in uh mogwai form more than when he looked at, as actual oh, okay. gremlin he's got his little uh, white little mohawk are the gremlins bigger than the mogwai form too yeah uh mogwais are short and small and little chumpy to little cuddly fat guys and uh the gremlins were skinny and just like uh little goblin looking things mm. so they're like oh and because billy or uh pete said he wanted one and then after the they all those that he goes now can i have one 
And he's like, no, nah, man, I don't, I don't think I can give them to you. So later that night, when dad comes home, he tells him, he's like, hey, dad, uh, I got them wet. And this is it. Because his dad was like, wow. He goes, all this from just getting them wet? And he's like, yeah. And he just immediately starts thinking dollar sign. And he's like, you know what? I think if we get this and every kid in America would want one of these. Yeah. But he's he's kind of like, eh, I don't know. But he actually takes one over to, uh, I think it was to the school, or high school, the science, one of the, the science teachers and shows them. Uh, G- G- or no, it wasn't Gizmo, it was one of the other ones. He takes them over there and explains it to him what it is. And then, hmm, okay. And then he goes, Here, watch this. And he gets a drop of water, uh, drops it onto the Mogwai. Then another one pops out. Yep. So I like this part. It was cute because he was the one he brought was in a box. And then when that one came out of his back and landed on the table, uh, it, it opened up and grew up again. And then he they were knocking on the boxes. I thought it was a cute little scene. So that teacher goes, well, here, let me let me keep this one, and, and we'll do some tests on it. I always felt bad. Well, we'll get to, but when he gets killed, I thought that guy was, like, super nice. Well, I mean, he, I'm sure he meant well, but he's, he's a scientist. I mean, he's, yeah. science comes first. But he's first like, I have again. chocolate for you. Like, that's the part <laughs> that always made me feel bad. <laughs> so, yeah. Who so feed, Well, I guess we'll get to, but I don't remember when they get fed, or do they not get fed? No, they they all get fed because Billy he's at home, and uh, they're all just being super wild and crazy and loud and making all kinds of noise, and he's like, uh, he goes, well, he looks over at the time and it was like eleven something. I can't remember exactly. He goes, well, it's not midnight yet, so he goes downstairs. Oh, okay. He gets a plate of uh, chicken, uh, fry of uh, leftover fried chicken, and just puts it in the box, and they just rah, attack it, and you see the bones flying. Um, Gizmo's sitting on the bed. All the other, all the other little mogwais are in that cardboard box, and uh, he tries. Here, you want a piece of chicken? And Gizmo's like, Nah, I'm good. So they're all eating and everything, and he just doesn't think nothing of it. And he ends up. So going is to it sleep. the feeding them that makes them mean? Yeah, I think feeding okay. them after midnight is what does it to him. Okay. So he wake. Oh, we go back to the school, and um, that uh, scientist guy. I, I don't think he was there. But uh, he had a candy bar uh, on the um, on the table, and that little Mogwai sees it, so he starts pulling the papers over to him. He gets the the candy bar, and he ends up eating that, and it's way after midnight. So the next morning, when Billy wakes up, he like goes downstairs and gets his mom, and he's like, "Look, man, something happened." And all these little big uh, they look like um, those eggs and alien. There's like uh, they look like eggs, but I guess they were cocoons. Uh, and they they didn't know what it was, so they're like, oh shit. So back at the school, we see that teacher. He's uh, no, he goes uh, to the school and tells the teacher, like, oh man, this this happened, and he obviously sees that it happened at the school as well. Yeah. Because that the, that Mogwai was in a cage, and then the little cocoon that formed was all just almost jamming into the sides of the cage. So that guy. Had- had to get some uh, wire cutters or something to cut the cage so he can get the egg out. So, but uh, later, I think Billy was at work. Um, Billy's mom is at home, and then the camera goes upstairs, and we see that the the cocoon starts shaking. Gizmo's off in the corner, like looking at them all scared, and then all of a sudden they poof, they bust open, 
and we don't know like well, what's happening here. We don't know what they look like. And then all of a sudden, uh, Billy's mom is downstairs in the kitchen making cookies, and then she hears something because um, that one song, "Do You Hear What I Hear," comes I've on in the stereo. I always love that song because of this movie. <laughs> I did too. I always loved that song. Uh, she hears that, so she kind of goes into the into the living room and sees the the record player starting up. She doesn't know what the hell's happening. And her and famous I'll... line: "Get out of my kitchen!" <laughs> yeah. So then they go nuts and just. And this is probably the, the most violent part in, yep. in in the whole film. <laughs> they go in the blender. They go in the microwave. Yeah, because once they uh, get into action, oh, it was messed up. Because she started hearing things upstairs first, and they were so ruthless. They had uh, Gizmo up against. Uh, they had they pinned him to a uh, uh, a dartboard, and they're throwing darts. Oh, that's uh, right. Yeah. <laughs> Gizmo, I was like, damn, there was no love. So, but yeah, but once the gremlins uh, came into action. Uh, when he she hears them, bastards. <laughs> when she, uh, when she hears them, they just immediately start attacking her in the kitchen. She goes in there. There's one in the corner throwing plates at her, and she gets a, a little TV tray and a knife, and then just starts stabbing them. Uh, so she kills that one. Uh, another one throws a plate of cookies at her. She gets some pan, that little uh, grease spray pan. And sprays at him in the face and backs him into the into the microwave. And then she turns it on, and we see that gremlin blow up in the in the microwave. Yeah, I was I was like, what the hell is happening in this movie? Um, I mean, obviously the the ratings board they, 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 you, you got to send your movies to them. What did they? What did they think during this? I mean, I'm surprised it uh, didn't get an R rating. I mean, yeah. I think, again, I don't think um, Red Dawn had come out yet. Because I remember that one came out during the summer. Um, and that was the first uh, PG-13 film. So she goes after that. She goes into the living room because she hears more things. Oh, no, she gets a, uh, she stabs that one. She blows up. The uh the one in the microwave. Oh but I know I think the first one she killed was um when she came in because she uh, she hears the the gremlins in the kitchen, so she peeks around the corner, she sees one digging in the um the the mixer. And it's like eating uh, the cookie dough or the frosting or whatever. So she sees it, so she runs over there and hits the on button while he's in the bowl. His head he's like head first in the bowl and his legs are sticking out. And then she turns it on, and that thing just rawr, grinds up the gremlin. Then she kills, she stabs that one. Then the one in the uh, in the microwave that blows yeah. up. She hears something, and I think this is when the 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 record comes on, and she goes into the living room. And while she's in there, she's looking around for it. She goes up towards the the Christmas tree, and we see we see lights on the Christmas tree, but it's actually the uh, the gremlin's eyes. And then he jumps out and he grabs her and she's ah she it starts uh she's she has she's holding a knife and she's just swinging that knife at just at the tree and the gremlin is is just ah laughing and, and getting a hold of her it looked like it scratched her in the face um 
she falls face down on the on the floor, um, and the gremlins on her back like choking her. And then Billy comes home just in time, and he grabs uh, one of those um, uh, swords that they have hanging on the wall. Those it always fell off the wall. Yeah, <laughs> they had those decorative swords. He grabs one and just slices the uh, gremlin's head off, and it goes flying into the fireplace. And this was this was probably the most violent scene in the whole movie of that scene of the mom killing uh, all the gremlins. So she basically killed every single one of them except for Stripe, because when they're sitting there talking, uh, he's making sure his mom's okay. We see Stripe in the window, and he he like makes his he blows his nose in the uh, on the curtain, and then he jumps out the window, and we hear him laughing. As he goes running away. So she's like go after him. Go after him. So he goes after Stripe. He chases him all the way down to. Uh, to the high school. And, and then he chases him into the school. And that's where the swimming pool is. So he's running after trying to get him. And then it's cute though. You see um, Stripe hopping along. And then he just does a cannonball. Into the uh, pool. And we see him sink to the bottom, and then all of a sudden the pool turns green and it starts bubbling. And then Billy's like, "Oh fuck!" So he gets the hell out of there. But as he's running out, all of you hear, you see the lights flickering and everything. There, you see the the windows and everything. Then all of a sudden you hear all these these uh, these gremlins and they're laughing. But I, I had an issue with this part. Okay. Um. Well, I guess it, it was different because that. that when you feed them, they they become they uh they cocooned and then became gremlins. But I guess as Stripe was already a gremlin, he uh when when he jumped in the water and they flew guess, out of his yeah. they flew out of his back. So okay, they were already never mind. They were already in gremlin form. I just answered my own question. So but yeah, they they ah. So we Billy's like fuck. We get to get the hell out of here. He goes to the police and tries to tell them. Yeah, there's these, uh, these, this. I have this. He had Gizmo with him because this thing turns into uh, a little monster and everything, and we gotta hurry and protect the town. And the the police aren't. They don't believe have it. No, <laughs> that always bothered me too. I'm like these sons of bitches. They never believe me. You, you try to go warn someone, and no one believes yeah. you. I like this part because it was cute because they were they were looking at him and they were laughing at him, and they're going look at him. He, he was holding a little gun and he had an American flag and. <laughs> He's a patriotic little fellow, isn't he? So they were all, uh, oh, what's his name was in this? Um, he played Mike, and um, I think his name was, is his name Jonathan Banks? Yeah, Jonathan Banks, he was in this. He played Mike in uh, Breaking Bad in uh, Better Call Saul. Oh, okay. have, you, have you watched that? Bits and pieces, never the whole thing. Oh, you got to watch Breaking Bad. And when you're done with that, then watch Better Call Saul. Because <laughs> that show's hella good. Anyway, so he's not believing him. And this is when we see Stripe. I love this scene because Stripe is running down the street or walking down the street in the snow. It's all um, stop animation, animation. So he's walking down the street and he's kind of in the shadows. And then he like does the, come on, everybody. Then out of the shadows, there's a horde of gremlins and then he's like ah so they're just ready to wreak havoc on the town oh uh what's his name i forgot to say um earlier in the film dick miller he um 
he was ta- he was like the local town drunk and he was always talking about uh uh there's gremlins in foreign things. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> he was uh, he at talked home about his TV being foreign. Yeah. Anything, I laughed so hard at this part. Uh, anything foreign has gremlins in it. <laughs> so he was at home watching TV and uh the, the TV started messing up. These are the old days when you had an antenna on top of your house to get all the local uh, TV stations, not today with these big satellites or going through your phone line and the internet and everything. So he's like, damn. So he goes outside to see uh, what it is, and he sees gremlins swinging from his... Uh, oh, no, no. he, he They're swinging from his, um, his little antenna on top of his roof, but when he goes out there and looks, it's all broken. But then all of a sudden, he hears something start up. He's uh, one of the guys that goes and plows the, uh, the roads. So he's he's sitting he's outside and he hears his uh, little plow start up, and he looks and it comes crashing through uh, the garage and the gremlins are driving it all laughing and he's like ah so basically he runs into his house with his wife and then it comes crashing through the house and he's like there's a gremlin there's a gremlin in my cab and then the the plow runs him over but I got an issue because it leads into the second one. <laughs> We thought he died here. One. I haven't seen the second one forever. I haven't either. We thought he died in this, but he yeah, shows up. Him, him and his wife show up in the second one. I oh, I didn't <laughs> even realize that. Yeah, <laughs> they were they were they were walking they were uh, walking around the streets of New York, and uh, <laughs> and the gremlins come after them again. I don't know if they were the same characters, but I, I don't know. I haven't seen it in a while. But so yeah, so yeah, this is when the just the town goes haywire. Uh, Mrs. Deagle. She's at home. I think she was you know, the her. thing I never noticed until I watched it this time, there's a news report after she passes that says, you know, Mrs. Deagle, famed wife of her husband was in jail for something. For like money laundering. I never realized that, but I heard, it was like in the background. So I heard it. This, I'm going to watch it again. I mean, when you watch these old movies and you've seen them a million times, but then you slowly start to notice yeah. everything. Right. <laughs> so. But yeah, she's at home. She yeah. hears something outside. She she hears carolers, and she's not. She's a, a Scrooge, so she goes. Uh, this was she ruthless. Has like fifty thousand cats. Yeah, and she goes to, and gets like some water, and she was gonna throw it on the uh, on the carolers. Yeah. So she goes. She gets. I think she had like a pot or something. I don't know if it was boiling or just water. She I goes outside. <laughs> she goes outside to do it and when she opens the door it's the gremlins they're outside uh carolyn they uh, had the earmuffs on the scarves and the beanies and everything and she goes ah she runs back in the house and they and they try to try to get her and then she does the oh my heart so she's like starts to fall she rides a um the people she's got a big mansion first of all and she's do got they still one of the, have those things do you think i've seen Take them Oh, okay. I've I've seen them at places. Uh, it's a little chair that she sits on, and it, it takes her rides. It gives her a ride all the way up to the top stairs because her staircase was like one of those round, rounded staircases in yeah. a circle. So she gets on. Before she gets on that, we see one of the gremlins, and he's messing around uh, with the, the little electric panel on it. So she gets on it. Starts it up to go upstairs, and all of a sudden it goes, bzz, 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 and then goes, and starts hauling there ass. She up goes. <laughs> She's ah, hanging on, 
it's going super fast up all this uh, the 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 staircase and goes all it goes so fast it just sh- when it gets to the top it just shoots her out I of the window. I remember being a kid laughing so hard at that. <laughs> the, yeah, it goes she goes flying out of her house and here comes the cops. They realize something's happening because when they're at the police station um they get phone calls of all kinds all hell breaking loose in their town. And that's when they leave. They leave to go investigate. So as they're driving down the road, they see uh, Mrs. Deagle go flying push, out of the window. And I don't know if he. Cr- I, don't, I think they, she crashed in front of them. I don't think she landed on their squad car. I don't remember. No, I don't think she did either. But they're like, "What the hell is going on?" And all hell is breaking loose. Gremlins are attacking everyone's houses. Uh, they're trying to get Pete uh, Corey Feldman in his house. He she's got a slingshot. And he's shooting uh, things at the gremlins. There's one hanging on the Christmas lights, and he cuts it, and it goes flying off. And it's it's just hell on earth. And then uh, what's the hell is what's this town called? In Kingston's Kingston Falls. Falls. <laughs> so Billy and everybody, he's trying to like, oh my god, he he's 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 still running around with Gizmo, and they're trying to stop it. Uh, we go to I'm just jumping all over the place, everyone. Um. We go to the to the bar where Kate where Kate works. She works there. Uh, what after a story she job. tells! Jesus. <laughs> oh wait, uh, that might another, not be this part. No, not yet. She he goes. They go to we go to the bar where she's working at, and all the gremlins are in there. Uh, everyone's in there partying. Everyone's drinking. Uh, one's digging in his nose, pulling out long boogers. There's a flasher gremlin. <laughs> I um, didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, she's behind the counter. She turns around. There's a there's a gremlin with a trench coat on, and he's got sunglasses on. And he opens up uh, his his uh, coat and starts dancing around, shaking. There's uh, another gremlin in there dancing like flash dance. She's in there dancing like that, and uh, she's doing break dance moves. She's doing the hand spin. She does the back spin. Uh, there's one other g- gremlin sitting in the corner. He's got this like gangster hat on. He's listening to some jazz. He's sitting there smoking a cigarette and he's got his <laughs> bottle of whiskey and his big glass and he's just sitting there trying to chill. And it just all kinds of gremlins in there just going for it. There's one laying on the bar and he's got the, the beer tap open and the beer is just pouring into his throat, down his throat. <laughs> and we see his stomach just getting bigger and bigger. <laughs> so she's like fox um oh and this the gremlins are smoking because this is when she realizes something she uh one of them has a cigarette in his mouth and he she he wanted a light so she she has a lighter and she's lighting it and he keeps like getting back like he doesn't like the light so she's like oh shit so she realizes it she gets an uh, a polaroid camera and just starts flashing the the gremlins with the flash and ah they're all falling down and everything and then as she's doing all this here comes billy he comes crashing into the bar and then she runs out jumps in the car with him and, and they end up taking off so they're like oh man they're, they're just trying to figure out uh what to do and i can't remember what happened after this um after they get away they Okay, there's that scene. Okay, here's the I'm I'm watching clips on YouTube. There's the bar scene when everyone's going haywire in it. Um I believe okay, she does that. Oh, they end up just taking off and leaving and then they go hiding. And this is when 
she does the story. Jesus, about... one of the savage God. <laughs> Let me see. Okay, it says Billy rescues his girlfriend Kate. They hide in a now abandoned bank where Kate Kate reveals to Billy and Gizmo why she hates Christmas. When she was yeah. nine years when she was nine years old, her father went missing on Christmas Eve and did not come home on Christmas Day either. Several days later, he was found dead in their chimney while dressed as Santa Claus. <laughs> yeah, she she told that story. I guess since he just wasn't home, Christmas came and went. Uh I think they started to smell something. Yeah. Uh, and then that's when the fire department came over and they broke open they found the him. They broke open the uh, the fireplace or the chimney, and they found her dad. And then she—that's why she just she hated Christmas and never, never liked it. Um, let me see. Okay, he was just uh, planning to surprise her mother and accidentally slipped and broke his neck while climbing down the chimney. Uh, still suffering from post-traumatic stress disorder, Kate confesses this is how she discovered the truth about Santa Claus. Now, that was a hell of a way uh, to find yeah. out that there's no Santa and your dad died. I was like, right, oh. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this part was ruthless and it was really sad in the film. But then she tries to tell that story again in the second one. And Billy, like, rolls his eyes like, okay, I already heard this story. Ah. <laughs> I was like, that's messed up. But, yeah, so she tells him that. And then it says, okay. It says, Billy and Kate discover that the town has fallen silent. And uh, so they go out. Because, yeah, because it was, like, super loud and hell on earth in this town. And then they kind of realize that something, maybe it, it got quiet. Maybe something happened. So they go out. And then they find out they they are all in this movie theater. I love this part, too. <laughs> watching uh, Snow White. Oh, well, they, they were watching Snow anything White. yet. Yeah, they were watching Snow White, but they weren't watching anything yet. Uh, because... We see all the all the um, all the gremlins are in the movie theater, and uh, we see a couple of them uh, in the uh, projection area, uh, and then they're messing around with the film. And I guess one of them hits the on button or whatever, and then the movie comes on and it's Snow White, and then all of them are like just hypnotized, like wow, start singing wow. "Hi Ho," hi. yeah. Because well they're all in there. They they got popcorn. They got sodas. There's one with uh, two popcorn bags on his ears. There's one with a popcorn bucket over his head, like a mask. And they're just throwing things. A couple of them have beer still. Um, when Billy and Kate go in there, they go when they open the door to go in and look. They see that the the whole concession stand is just ramshacked. Everything's gone. Popcorn. Everything is 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 empty. So they're like in there and all the all the gremlins, I don't know why they all went into the movie theater, maybe just to get out of the cold. <laughs> but they're all in there, they're all sitting there watching Snow White. Uh, they're all sitting in their chair. So they figured Billy's kind of like, all right, man, this is this is an idea. Maybe we can we can do something about this. Um, so when all that's going on, uh Stripe was sitting there with his girlfriend and she wanted milk duds. So uh, he he goes to go look for him. He's down in the in little candy store in the candy or in the concession stand, trying to find something, but there's nothing there. He kind of looks out the window. I didn't know gremlins can read, but he sees this sign across the street that says candy. So he ends up leaving. 
uh, Billy and Kate, I believe they um, they opened up the gas line in the um, in the movie theater. They like opened the pipe and then they turned it on. He lit a piece of paper, he threw it, and then and then they cut out. So before the while they rush rush out, the whole movie theater ignites, <laughs> blows up. And I like this because they show it all burning inside, and then we see gremlins. Uh, running around on fire <laughs> in there, so it got all crazy because it, it they they realized uh, Billy and Kate were behind the movie screen, and they all go rushing and try to uh, claw through the um the screen and, and get them and everything. So all hell breaks loose. Dude, we skipped the scene. Um, the high school teacher, how he got it? Oh yes. When he when he this is, I'm going back everyone. He was at the school. He uh when he see noticed the uh, the cocoon and everything he got it out he was doing some work and it uh, came out of the cocoon and uh he heard it and he looked over and he saw the little cocoon busted open and he's walking around looking for it and he doesn't hear he kind of hears it because it's running around uh, hiding and then he goes hey man I got something for you he opens up a candy bar and then he hears it under uh, a desk or something so he walks over and. He tries to here have some. He sticks his hand under the candy bar or under the the desk, and that gremlin's uh, he goes yum, and it starts eating the candy bar, but then must grab him by his hand because he's ah, and that that's all we see. We don't actually see uh, what happens to him. But but when Billy goes running around when all hell is breaking loose and he goes back to the school, he goes in and he sees. Um, his teacher or his old teacher, the 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 black gentleman, he's dead, uh, laying on the floor, and he has a um a syringe, uh, stabbed in his butt. <laughs> so that's how he bought it. Uh, back to the movie theater. Yeah, the movie theater blew up. The gremlins are all on fire, burning up. But then again, Stripe he made it out. So Kate and Billy are like, oh man, they thought everything was all good. But they notice Stripe across the street uh, holding a, a handful of candy. And then he's like, because he's like, ah, he sees the whole place on fire. And then they go, there's Stripe. So they go running after him and they chase him into uh, a department store. Uh, and then they go running after him. I like this scene because Stripe is rose. He still has a handful of an armful of candy and he yeah. jumps on he jumps on a skateboard. And he's rolling down the aisles. <laughs> and they're chasing after him. So, yeah, this is part got pretty ruthless, too. Because uh, Stripe, I don't know how he knows how to work uh, video cameras. Because there's a scene when Billy goes to the to the electronics part. And then Stripe is on all the TVs uh, trying to chase him. And they go into the sporting section. Uh, Stripe is throwing, or no, he was throwing... Uh, Circular saw blades earlier when they were in the store. He was throwing those at him. He gets one of those um, those tennis guns that shoots the tennis balls when you yeah. when you practice. He was shooting that at him. He uh he he starts throwing uh, those lawn darts at him. He comes at him with a chainsaw at one point. <laughs> and then Billy he gets uh, oh he gets hit with um. A crossbow, um, because uh, Stripes got a little crossbow and he shoots Billy in the arm with it. So Billy's got he, I think he pulled it out. So 
He's walking around trying to find it. Oh, Giz, uh, Gizmo's there as well. And he's trying to help. He ends up making it to the toy section. He jumps into a uh, a little Barbie car and he turns that thing on. And he's hauling ass through the through the um through yeah, the store. Cool. <laughs> so we make it to the um the garden department and uh, Billy's he's uh he sees Stripe and Stripe uh goes he sees this big uh fountain. Uh, and then so he goes over there and then Billy sees it and Kate's there as well. And he's like, oh, man, I got to stop him or he's going to start this all over again. So Stripe crawls over to the um, oh, he's got a gun, too. And then is it. Did he shoot Billy in the arm or did he shoot him with the crossbow? I don't remember. I know he gets him with something, but I can't remember which one. It yeah. Is. I want to say he shot him with a gun. I, I could I could be wrong. I don't remember. Anyway, so uh, Stripe makes it over to the uh, to the fountain, and here comes uh, uh, he Gizmo still trying to haul ass, trying to help. Uh, he goes over to the fountain, he climbs up, and it's on, and, he, and it's already spitting out water. So water starts getting all over get all over um, Stripe, and he's ah, he's laughing and everything. But before he can start uh, popping out uh, more gremlins, here comes. Uh, Gizmo, he comes top speed in his Barbie Corvette, and luckily there was a um a shovel, snow shovel, right there leaning up, and it was up like a little ramp. Gizmo hauls ass, hits that jump, flies up towards the um the pull string that opens up the the the, the shutters or the blinds in the garden department, because uh, the sun is already up. They it was hell on earth all night. So once he uh, Gizmo jumps up, he grabs that little cord, he pulls it down, and the sun comes pouring in all over Giz, all over uh, Stripe, and then he just starts uh, to melt. I love this scene. Uh, whoever did the the special effects it looks awesome because his skin is melting off. Um, it's like a steam or something because there's smoke and everything. And he's the the puppetry that they did for the scene is amazing. Uh, and he looks gross too. And again, PG and they they different times. Everyone, you can get away with a lot, mm -hmm. <laughs> a lot <Yeah>. more. <laughs> so he ended up dying. Uh, he just because he was just melting and falling apart, and then he falls off and falls into the fountain. And then they walk up to it, thinking, uh, "Is he dead?" But he gives us one last scare, one last jump scare. He pops out of the water. But by this time, he's already pretty much a skeleton. And then he falls onto the floor. And then he, his bones and everything start to melt. Because he just turns into like a big old uh, glob of goo. <laughs> so that's the end of Stripe. Uh, Billy, Billy's dad actually comes walking into the into the store. I don't know how he knew they were there. I but don't either. Comes, I wondered that too. He comes walking in. Uh, back at home. The town is safe. Uh, it was funny, though, because on, on the radio, you hear the uh, the Rock and Ricky guy. He was actually, during all the chaos, uh, when people were calling, when, when, it, all first, the, when it all first started uh, going haywire in the town, you hear him on the radio going, yeah, man. He goes, I don't know, all these people calling me up saying there's these little green men running around saying, thinking it's this Orson Welles nonsense. You guys need to cut that out. And he's like, oh, wait a minute. Someone's knocking on the door. Maybe it's some Rock and Ricky right. fans. 
And then you hear from and then the, the gremlins, he's like, ah, he starts screaming. I think they charge into the radio station. But, uh, <coughs> excuse me, at the end, Billy or Rock and Ricky's, he survived the night because he's like, hey, man, they tried to get me, but they didn't. They couldn't stop Rock and Ricky. And he's so he's still on the air. But we're back at the house. Uh, the mom's all beat up. She's all bandaged up and everything. Billy as well, after getting shot, and he's he's got scratches and everything on his face. So they they kind of like oh everything they think everything's all good. Um, but then the mom went to go do something. She turns around, and she, there's the old Chinese guy standing in the in their living room, and he's like ah he's like he came he came for Gizmo. Yep. And he was telling him like this: you got to have a lot of responsibility to uh, to have Mogwai. And so he basically he, he was going to take him home. And they they didn't know. Says, Bye, Billy. I'm yeah. like, oh god, <laughs> that poor guy. It wasn't like they were um, not. He was going to fight for him, right? But they they kind of knew like, yeah, we're we're not ready for all of this. So yeah, he's like, all right, and then he I understand goes, that more as an adult than I did as a kid. Yeah, because when I was a kid, I was like, that's messed up. I said, hell no. But Billy and the family, they he they realized like, all right, yeah, man, it's probably safer uh, with you. So because when he's walking away with it, it's it's making noise, and he kind of stops and listens, and then he turns around and goes, he wants to say something to you, and then he's like, bye, Billy. I went, uh. <laughs> But it's neat that like he can kind of understand his Mogwai language. Yeah. So, but yeah, man, it it was it was a happy ending. Every, the yeah. the town is safe again, and Gizmo's back. Mrs. Uh, Deagle belongs. Yeah, Miss Deagle's dead, <laughs> and uh, everything. But man, there's a lot of damage in that town. They had explosions yeah. and everything, car crashes, and then we see the uh, old uh, Chinese gentleman walking down the road. And we hear Gizmo singing, and and that's your movie. But this is definitely a Christmas movie to to yes. watch every year. Uh, even though people don't, there are all those people. Ah, it's not a Christmas movie. What Plenty is a Christmas, Christmas movie then? If this isn't, I guess a traditional Christmas movie yeah. would be. Yeah. Santa Claus is coming to town. Rudolph. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Elf. Uh, if you want. To, to some somewhat new, um, I guess anything with Christmas in the title. I don't. Well, I. We well, got Black Christmas. You got uh, Don't Open you know, to I've Christmas. All these horror Black movies. Christmas. You've never seen Black Christmas? No, I've seen the remake, but never the first one. Watch the original one, dude. It, yeah, I it's gotta on, find it somewhere. It's on Shutter, I believe. Oh, okay. It's good for an old seventies uh, horror slasher film. I think it was slide. I need to. I haven't watched the Ditch Gear yet either, but it's good. The remake, the one that came out in was it two thousand or ninety nine? Yeah, that one. That was hella good. That I like that too. That other the, one was. I've seen the other one. It wasn't awful. I like it. I didn't love it. it. It's it's not a remake of. It's a reimagining, I'd say. Yeah, it's. Yeah, it's a reimagining. It's, I mean, it was all right for what it was, but I wasn't blown away like some people were. No, man, the guys of the horror return, man, they hated that movie. They they just like well, they hate the greatest it. movie ever. Yeah, Witchboard. Witchboard. 
speaking of Witchboard, I did Witchboard too with um the uh, the Geeks podcast because <laughs> we did Witchboard last year, and they want they wanted to do Witchboard two this year. I remember that year. movie not being that bad. Witchboard two. Yeah, it's not as good uh, as the first one, but yeah, yeah, it's not as good as the first one. It's, it, it's goofy, and uh, we're gonna do uh, Witchboard three and Witch that Trap. one is. I tried watching Witchboard three. I couldn't. I just couldn't. I, I, I watched maybe it. twenty minutes of it. Yeah, I, I I probably got maybe that far. I said this is terrible and turned it off. <laughs> but I still can't believe they're remaking it. They are. Oh, that's right. They are the. The, the first one yeah. uh, I don't know I thought they did remake it with that one Ouija movie That first one Ouija Origins or whatever Ouija that, Origins was awesome That one was good That first The one first was, one sucked It was eh, yeah But Gremlins speaking, man this Speaking mo- of movies they remade real quick I was just thinking about it I've heard it's good I've never seen the Night of the Demons remake I haven't either I've only seen the Alan original. Alan said it was good. I don't know if I should, you know, take his word. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Alan, he's a character. The hellbilly. Um, I haven't seen he it either. He is advertised. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we should watch it. And it'll be new for both of us. So we might as well watch. Yeah. I, I'm going to have to rewatch the original one, then watch that one. Because I don't remember. I like I the seen- original one. I do too, but I don't remember much of it. It wasn't one of those movies that I watched like all it might the time. Be Shutter too. I'm not sure though. But Gremlins, um, box office or the budget was 11 million, and it killed in the box office. Left with 212.9 wow, million. Wow, can you dollars. imagine what that would be nowadays? That's how much movies cost to make. <laughs> Eleven million dollars is a low budget to to, to for yes. today's standards, but I mean, what they did for the eleven million, you see where that eleven million went. Yep. It probably maybe not to all the actors. It it went to the special effects. Right. Uh, and there's a ton of it in this, and this is the the good old days of practical all effects. Pr- I was just gonna say that all practical. Because uh, you can see they the animatronic uh, gremlins, the animatronic uh, mogwais, and then and of course there was some puppetry in there. Uh, the stop animation they did, um, the 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 transformation scenes when when the the mogwais pop out of his back and and when the gremlins come, it's it's crazy. They went a little more different uh, route in the second one. Cause I remember, yeah, I need to watch that again. Uh, I remember there's a scene. Um, I think it was when one of them got wet, and they made more gremlins. They showed the back of that gremlin, and you see the little bubbles, and you actually see the gremlins inside of those bubbles on that oh. gremlin's back. So obviously they made a bigger scale, but for us on uh, watching it on the screen, it was supposed to be. Small, but it was really neat. I, I need to rewatch that one again. I don't remember much I of that. I remember, remember, it took place in New York in that building. Yeah, but that's all I remember too. <laughs> I remember when there was an electric gremlin. There was a spider gremlin. There was um one that could fly. I it, they did a lot of experiments on them, and I think one of them, uh, the one that was outside flying around, it was flying around during the day, so I think it was able to. Uh, the sun didn't bother him, but I don't know. This is just stuff I'm remembering. I, I don't remember yeah. exactly what. And they're what apparently happened. making Gremlins three. 
They are? Yep. They said the script's completed. Just don't please go with the practicals. I mean, of course they're gonna yeah. throw some CGI in it, but um, that's what made... I'm glad it's a part three and not a remake, though. Yeah, just I'd rather bring back if if you can bring back Phoebe Cates, man, that'd be awesome. Just here, here's a big check. <laughs> just inside, hand that over to her. But we'll see. But all right, everyone, that is it. This episode that was Gremlins and yep. everything else we spun off into. As we always do. Yeah, but hey, brother man, thank you so much for helping me out this episode. Uh, We'll be be back with more. I don't know with what, but uh, be on the lookout for Big Guy's Christmas. That one's coming. So, but with that, everyone, be safe. Come back later on. I don't know when, and just always remember to party on. Party on.